A quote by Terry White, the vacation rental software guy, in a blog post recently said, channel management might be the single biggest confusing and misunderstood topic I come across. I fully agree. In all my years of doing this business, I really don't fully understand channel management and why we use a channel manager and how effective it is to have a property management software that does channel management for you. What's the difference? How does it work? So today, Terry White is joining me to talk about everything to do with channel management. This is the Vacation Rental Success Podcast, keeping you up to date with news, views, information and resources on this rapidly changing short-term rental business. I'm your host, Heather Bayer, and with 25 years of experience in this industry, I'm making sure you know what's hot, what's not, what's new and what will help make your business a success. Welcome to another episode of the Vacation Rental Success Podcast. This is your host, Heather Bayer. I am sitting in my RV looking out of the window over a beautiful lake with the beach just beyond and having the time of my life. I'm so pleased to be down here in Gulf Shores, away from all the drama that's going on back in Ontario. I know that they are suffering from high hospitalisation rates and lack of paramedics and all sorts of things. It just seems like an oasis of calm down here. It doesn't get talked about. We just go about our daily business. We go to the store, we do our shopping, we come back, we create meals, we sit outside in front of the campfire and it is absolutely wonderful. I know there's drama going on, but I am actually more than happy to be well away from it. Not that the weather is fabulous. Well, it is actually. The sun is shining beautifully this morning, but it's pretty darn cool, but not as cold as it is in Ontario. So absolutely no complaints from me here. So the topic for today's episode is channel management. Don't groan. We really all need to know about channel management. And I know because my own company really only started to look at this in great detail, probably about nine months, a year ago. We've been pretty much 100% book direct for quite some time. Although we were using Canada Stays before it blended with Expedia and Verbo, whatever. And since then, yeah, I, I would say, I say 100%, 99.9% of our business comes from advertising on local sites. These sites that send our traffic directly to our site. So it's it's simply a classified ad on a focused cottage rental site. And that sends the majority of our, our bookings to us. But we're not naive. We know that things change all the time. And I want to keep my options open. You know, the company's options open for the future. So around nine months ago, we decided we would start exploring channel management and engaged one of the top channel management companies to work with us. And we've been very, very satisfied with how that relationship has been going. It's taken a long time to get it all together. And I have to say, I still do not fully understand how it works. And I'm so pleased I have a fantastic team 
in our remote offices who have done all this. And I see the occasional inquiry coming in now from from Verbo, from Airbnb, for the very few properties that we have on Airbnb. And everything all seems to go very smoothly. And I, I understand that's because it goes through our channel manager. But I'm thinking I need to know a little bit more. I need to understand why it is that I see some of the property software companies out there saying that they are channel managers and we don't need you don't need a third party. The person who I go to for any information related to this type of software, property management software and certainly channel management software is Terry White a.k.a. the Vacation Rental Software Guy. Terry has been on the show a number of times before, uh, most notably to talk about the VRMB Keystone Awards that are issued uh, annually from Matt Landau's Vacation Rental Marketing blog. And it is the sort of gold standard. If you want to know about software and what's up and coming, what's new, what's going to work for you, whatever size company you are, then definitely seek out the Keystone Awards and the breakdown of all the different companies and what they can do for you. Because, gosh, so many different companies out there now. But today I wanted to talk to Terry specifically about channel management. He wrote a great post on his website about demystifying the the whole concept of channel management. And I thought this would be a great topic. Let's get Terry on, talk about what it means to have a separate to, to work with a separate channel management company. What does it cost? How does it work? And why can we not just use our property management software? So without further ado, let's move on over to my conversation with Terry White, the vacation rental software guy. Okay, so I'm super happy to have with me today, Terry White, the vacation rental software guy. And Terry's been on the show before. We have talked about property management software. I'm not sure we have talked about channel management before as as a topic, Terry. So I'm really pleased to have you here with me today to talk about it. It's a pleasure being back with you again. And you're in, I'm in Alabama. You're in Florida. Two Canadian escapees. <laughs> so you have, you have a property management company Escaping down in- Escaping more than just bad weather. I, exactly, exactly. So you've got a property. You've got a property management company in um, Anna Maria Island. Just tell us a little bit about that. How that came about. Thirty-five properties here on the Gulf Coast of Florida. We started with one property. We're using a management company. It came to the point we were either going to have to sell it because we weren't getting any rentals, or start doing it ourselves. Then. That was almost 30 years ago, and here we are, started with one, and here we are with 35. Yeah, it's turning. I, I think when I last spoke to you, it, was, it wasn't that many, for sure, and that, that was just a couple of oh. years ago. And uh, it gets to the point now where it can be really selective, you know, people wanting me to take them on, and if it, unless it's a really good fit, just, just walk away, say no. 
That is the perfect position to be in as a property manager. Yes. We, we do exactly that now. I, I remember those old days, you know, just take on anything and everything because you want, want the volume. And now we have so much volume coming our way that it's, it's, just, it, it, it's just such a pleasure to be able to pick and choose and, and just select the ones, yeah. not, not just the right properties, but the right owners as well. That's, yeah, for sure. So today we're going to talk about demystifying channel management. And I know that, you know, I, I am putting a lot on you here <laughs> to ask you to demystify this whole process for me. But I, you, you wrote a blog post on the vacationrentalsoftwareguy.com. It is .com, isn't it? Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Okay. Well, I'll put that on the show notes anyway. But I read your blog blog post, which was called The Future of Distribution and Channel Management. And and I actually got through it before my eyes glazed over because <laughs> there was so much in there. I thought, oh, yeah, I hadn't really considered a lot of this. You know, I, I, I know there are companies that do channel management because our own uh, property management company uses one of them. And I know yeah. that our property management software talks about being a channel manager, but we've had some challenges with that. And I've never sort of really figured out how to align the two. And the starting point for your blog post said channel management might be the single biggest confusing and misunderstood topic I come across. And I nodded at that one because yes, it is that, that and revenue management, but we'll, we'll cover that one off on a, on another episode with uh, with someone who is expert at revenue management. But for the moment, you are the person to demystify it for me. So you say in the blog post, you hear a number of falsehoods about channel management. Can you explain what those, what, what you hear about it? Well, the very first thing that is the demise of the channel manager. It is never going to happen. You know, and all channel managers are the same. And to me, you know, you, you can't have one channel manager. If you're going to be successful, you have to have multiple, at least three or four channel managers, as well as a very strong PMS. So there's just a lot of misinformation there that's been passed around. It's just, it's, it's irrelevant really to our industry. Just, you know, I'm, I'm just going to step back one second. What is a channel manager? What's the definition of a channel for, for anyone who's out there? And, and usually the, these are independent owners who are coming into this into this market and just have no idea of what this means. Well, it's just it's just a connection between your PMS and and like an OTA or or, or a channel. For it's it's very simple if you understand it in that context. It's it's just two computers really talking to each other. But what what happens is and what why it is so misunderstood is there's two reasons for it. And one is the first thing you have to understand is a PMS is a channel manager. You just, you, if, if you can't accept the fact that a PMS is a channel manager, you're not going to get this. So the first thing to understand is a PMS is a channel manager. It should always be your strongest channel manager and your best channel manager. And the second reason for it is to, for the most part, PMS companies do a very good job of blurring the line between direct connection distribution and the use or or over dependence on a channel manager. So if you look at their website, you say, oh, you're a do a demo with them. And they say, oh, look at all these connections. We connect to here, 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 and here. And then you'd say, okay, which ones are direct? Oh, we have Airbnb and we have Verbo and everything else goes through a channel manager, you know, pretty much, you know, that's kind of generalizing, but that's the general terms. And they really do a good job of blurring the line between direct and their over 
dependence on a channel manager. I think that's where I got confused along the way because our property management software shows on its website all their partnerships. So they have integrations with Verbo and Airbnb and, you know, and a number of other channels. So, So I naively thought, oh, that means we don't have to employ anybody else. We just, everything that we put in, you know, through this software is going to be distributed out to all these companies because they give that impression. And when we went not, into not it, it's like, there. no, 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 that's not how it works. <laughs> no. Um, so now we have our property management software and we use a, ch- a channel manager, mainly because and it's just a sim- simple one. You know, I, I just said in the introduction, we are, we've been 100% book direct for the last couple yes. of years, yeah. but yeah. we're, we're just not naive enough to think that that's going to continue. So we want Good. to make sure Good. we've got, you know, we, we have options open, which is why I'm very late to the party <laughs> on channel management and trying to understand it. So in your blog post, you say channel management manager integration is superior to a PMS integration as a falsehood. What does that actually mean? Well, there's in the API feed there, it's, Every company is different and it varies just because you have a direct integration, whether it's through your PMS or it's through a channel manager. They're all different and and it all applies differently to different channels. Some have a really good connection, really good API feed with certain channels, with certain channel managers, and there's nothing absolute in that. It It can vary so much from one channel to another, from one channel manager to another, from one PMS to another. There's just nothing absolute there. And that's why it's important that both you have your PMS is a very strong channel manager and you, and as a backup, you have very good distribution with a channel manager as well. So it's critical to have those two components in your tech stack is a, is a dynamic PMS and multiple channel managers. Okay. So how do you, how do you select them? I mean, I'm, I'm not going to go into the, the deep, and deep and meaningful on how you select property management software. We've we've done that. We will probably come back and revisit that with the next Keystone uh, Awards. But if if you're looking for property management software and and you are zeroing in on channel management, what would you look for? What would you look for in a demo? What what questions would you ask? Okay, so the very first when I do a demo, the very first question I ask is. I want to see your distribution. I want to see how many direct connections you have. And then I want, I don't want to hear anything about a channel manager. And then after they tell me, they show me their direct distribution there. Then I say, okay, show me your channel management distribution. And so <clears throat> when choosing a PMS to me, the most important part in choosing a PMS is looking at their distribution and their distribution strategy. And that's a pretty good indicator of where you're going to end up in the end. And for an example, if, when I do a demo, if I, before the demo even starts, if the PMS has a direct integration with Airbnb, Verbo, Booking.com, I can pretty much tell where they're going to score in the algorithm that the software that we've created. And it's going to be right around 100. They're going to score around 100. If it's less than those three and they're over dependent on channel managers, they're going to score come in around 65 to 75. And that's a huge gap. Okay, so you'd be looking so, for that direct integration with those major sure. channels. Yep. Um, yep. I'm not sure if we just did cover this earlier or maybe it slipped over the top of my head, but can you just describe what actually direct integration means? 
that means you're not using a channel manager okay. at all. It's a direct integration between your PMS and the whether it's Booking.com, whether it's it's Verbo, whether okay. wh- whoever it is. It's there's no middleman there. There's no channel manager. It's direct from the PMS to the channel. Okay, that that that's perfect. That's what I figured. I just wanted to clarify that. So it seems like a, you know almost a no-brainer that that the the biggest property management software companies would be having those direct integrations with the major companies. Am I, am I right, or I've, am I getting that? Yes, uh, yes, for sure. I say, and in in the blog that I wrote, I really believe that's the future of distribution is where there be a direct connection <clears throat> with the major. OTAs, whether it's Airbnb, whether it's Verbal, Booking.com, I think Hopper Homes is going to be huge coming out of this here. And then there'd be also Booking, uh, Google too. You have to take that into consideration too. But after that, I think they're going to, there'll be some regional sites that they'll connect to, but I think they're going to leave a lot of it to the um, uh-huh. channel managers. Yeah, I, I truly believe that's the future of our industry. I remember a, uh, a VRMA conference and uh, Vanessa D'Souza-Large from Rentals United doing a session on niche sites yeah. and, yeah. and you know, the sites that are pretty obscure, actually. There was, there, was, there was a long, long list of them and most I had, I had never heard of. But I, I got from that that working with a dedicated channel manager, that is one of the real benefits that – that if you're a pet-friendly property, yes. you could perhaps have your property distributed out to a pet-friendly niche site, and you don't have to go out and list it yourself. And and I think the big thing, because you know you're you're from my neck of the woods, um, Terry. You yeah. you've heard of cottages in Canada, yep. <laughs> which is one of the biggest independent listing sites here in Ontario, or perhaps here in in, right. in Canada. But as as far as I know, we, we cannot integrate with them through any channel manager. And we still go out and, you know, every time we get a booking, we have to go to that site and update the availability. Every time we change, make, make a, and this is the problem with, um, with revenue management, every time you make a change on a pricing, you've got to go out and change that pricing. So where the channel managers come in, where they are working with these niche sites, it does all that for you. And if, if, you, if you update a photograph or make a change in an amenity, then it, it goes across to that, uh, that channel. Now, I remember Vanessa talking about you know, one-way and two-way integration can you explain that well one okay so it's just what what is being pushed to the channel and then can they push back like are you just pushing rates and in inventory or can they push everything back for for the inquiries and mm-hmm. everything that, that's coming in so it's just it's what it is you don't see too much now it used to be you used to see a, more of the one-way integration but now now it's pretty much all two-way integration where it's a full integration process. Mm-hmm. So every everything's being pushed and everything's being pushed back there. So you don't you don't see too much of that one way too much anymore. Okay. It's certainly that is certainly not going to be part of our future. I can guarantee <laughs> you that. Okay. So is is there any reason why you know a company, a, a property management company or an owner should not use a property the integration with their property management software? Oh yeah, yeah, for sure there is. I wrote about it in my blog. There is uh, we talked about it earlier that not all API feeds are the same. You know, it, it varies from PMS to PMS. It varies from channel manager to channel manager. And I talked about it um, in the blog. There, I was part of a Facebook group 
where one of the biggest and best property uh, PMSs I've ever seen, this member changed his distribution from a channel manager to direct connection with his PMS and his booking.com bookings reservations fell off 100%. So like we talked about, there's nothing absolute here. Sometimes it's better to use a PMS. Sometimes it's not. It's better to use a channel manager. And it's a lot of it is trial and error too. There's no, there's nothing that I can say, oh, Mm -hmm. if you're using this PMS, then you should use a direct integration or you should use this channel manager. You know, it's, it doesn't work that way. It's a lot of trial and error. Yeah, that but was that was having, a question. That was a question I was going to ask. You know, yeah. <laughs> how how do you identify, you know, what's going to work and what's not going to work? Well, there's companies. Everybody has a reputation in this industry, whether it's good, bad, or neutral. And I think people in the industry they know who the best PMSs are. They know who the best channel managers are. They know who's best at revenue management. So you know, a lot of it is just industry knowledge. You know. Okay, you talk in your blog post about the competitive disadvantage. Can you elaborate on on that a bit? You say, let's talk about why PMS integration with a single channel manager will put you at a competitive disadvantage. Okay, so the reason for that is there's so there's so much opportunity out there, and so much coming opportunity that's here now and so much that's coming in the very near future. And, but a lot of, some of it is exclusive agreements with certain channel managers, like an airline or look at what Allegiant Air, they have an exclusive agreement with BookingPal. Mm-hmm. And then there's going to be others that are coming out. American Express, it hasn't been announced yet, but an American Express is going to get in here. But there's just Hyatt, you're looking at Hyatt, it's, they're coming on, it's going to be an exclusive agreement with a certain channel manager. So if you're using one channel manager and you have these exclusive agreements with another one, there's no way to get there. So you have to, the the importance of your PMS is having the ability to connect with multiple channel managers, being a strong channel manager in itself, and then never put yourself in a position where you only have one channel manager. You need at least three or four to be successful going forward. Okay. Now, what about volume? You say you need three or four. If you've just got one property, then... Yeah, you'd be, yeah. If you had one property, yeah, that, that would be... I'm talking for somebody who has like 35, over like 35 properties. Right. Or something like, but still, but still, I would like to see if somebody had like 20 properties, I would still like to see them have a very strong PMS and at least two or three channel managers. Okay. You know? what, because what... And, and, and another thing too, uh, when we talk about channel, some channel managers will do better with some channels than others. There's nothing like there's, I can, I can't name them here because that wouldn't be, you, you wouldn't like it and they wouldn't like it, but some will do better with booking.com. Some will do better with Expedia. Some will do better with Agoda. There's nothing absolute here. Mm-hmm. How do how do you find out which channel managers do best with which channels? Um, demos. Okay. Getting the data, getting them to produce the data. This is what they do. This is what they do with their, their. I remember I was at a conference, at a BMA conference one time, and I heard Steve Milo say during his presentation that when he switched his distribution to Next Packs with Booking.com, it went up. I think he said 127 percent mm-hmm. his bookings. So you know, it's just it's being there, asking the right questions, producing the right data. You know, and just making the decision from there. And I think it's, it's, a, it's the beauty of, of our business now that we can, we can network so freely 
We can yes. ask the questions. We can go out on a Facebook group and ask the questions and get a multitude of responses that you can then sift through and then perhaps get into some direct messaging with somebody that is using something and just get out there and ask the question. There's definitely, I can't name them, but there's two channel managers that have by far the best reputation and respect in our entire industry. Mm -hmm. Yeah. um, I know of one of them because I'm pretty sure we use them. Um, Yes. Yeah, that's you're referring to the right one. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I mean, in fact, I, I'm happy to talk about Rentals United because they have been out there, you know, a, a long time. Yeah. And I'm I'm very comfortable with 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 talking about them. And you can tell me what fantastic, the other one is. Fantastic company. No, yeah. No question about it. Yep. And so you can share what the other one is as well. Then. That would be next packs. Next sure. packs. Actually, it's not something. Next packs is not something I I've heard of. I have a few massive, massive admiration for whatever Steve Milo does, <laughs> because yes. from yes. So do I. from so do from I. from the beginning, from the inception of of his company to where he is now, he and I mean, I'm I'm sure he probably would say he's put a few steps wrong, but it, it doesn't. Oh, yeah. You know, it seems like there's yeah. upward trajectory, and yeah. and he makes wise and sound decisions on his his tech yes you know he's a tech he's tech based and has been from the very beginning uh he's sort of the poster child for for doing this business with with a solid tech foundation so yeah yeah i i listen and read to everything he he has to say yeah he's like he's like the prophet yeah (laughs) yes exactly and i just every time something comes out on vrm intel that you know more acquisitions and it, yes, it's, it's yeah. just so interesting to watch. Let's talk about cost of distribution. Um, oh. I, I, you know, I'm, I'm not, I'm not coming to you like the Holy Grail and saying, you know, tell me <laughs> you, you are the fountain of all knowledge on, on the cost of distribution. But uh, I, I, I respect your wise words on this. Okay. So the next blog I'm going to write is about the cost of distribution and the staggering cost of distribution. And I think, I don't, I don't think people even understand how much they're paying for distribution. I'll give an example. I consulted with a company in North Florida. They have 35 properties and they were paying their, their PMS. They were paying the 1% channel integration fee with 35 properties. Their bill for distribution in the month of July was over $6,700. Like you, you could take, this is, this is how bizarre this is becoming here. You could take your entire tech stack, multiply it by 10 and never even come close to what you're paying for distribution. Like I, I guarantee you in your 30 years of, of being in business, you have never spent $6,700 in a month on anything to do with tech combined to do with tech. You know, that's, that's how crazy this is really becoming. Here. And another, th- this is something, this monthly subscription fee to a channel manager. To me, if you, there's a 90 f- 95% rule that I talk about. 95% in North America, 95% of all bookings will come from VRBO, Airbnb, and your own personal website. In Europe, it will come from booking.com, Airbnb, and your own website. Now, if you're, if you have a strong PMS with Great connections to to those to your your website booking doc, or Airbnb Verbo. You pay. You have that ninety five percent rule. What you're paying a channel manager for a monthly subscription fee? I can't think of any 
any why anybody would get caught up in, in that kind of thing. I think you got to you have to be paying for performance. So you mm-hmm. only pay when you get a booking. Yes. Yeah. So uh, as far as the, the cost of distribution, it, it's getting so crazy. And the so just just think of that one percent. So this person was paying one percent to the PMS. Can you imagine if they were using a channel manager and they were paying five percent for every booking? Mm-hmm. What that would cost at the end of the month? Yeah, it's just it is absolutely staggering what we're paying for distribution here. And that's the next thing I'm going to write about here. And that 1% channel integration fee with your PMS, that's getting really hard to avoid. That can really add up quickly. And then I can name a channel manager out there that charges 10%. So can you imagine paying 10% as opposed to 1%, what you're going to be paying? It, yeah, this this is crazy. Yeah, margins are tight enough as it is. And, you know, yeah. For- yeah. To pay 10% to get a booking that you might yeah. not even get 10% from. <laughs> it's, no. Yeah, that no, is. It just, yeah. I think it can be easy, you know, certainly for smaller companies at the outset to get lulled into too much tech and not evaluating how much this is all costing across, you know, the, the broad framework of the business. And Well, you know, if you look at, um, I think the best position that you could put yourself in would be to have a PMS with really, really strong connections with Airbnb, Booking.com, Verbal, and not, and but the PMS not charging that one percent integration fee. So find find a PMS that doesn't charge the one percent fee and has has strong integration with Booking.com, Verbal, Airbnb. And and I'm I'm assuming there are PMSs out there that 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 do fall into that category of not charging that integration yes, fee. Yes. Yeah. And I'll give you another example here. <clears throat> this is common knowledge, so you can find it on LinkedIn here, is one PMS that does not charge the 1% integration fee. They saved their partner. I've just read on LinkedIn there. And in the first two quarters of this year, they sent, they saved their partners $1.6 million in integration fees by not charging the integration fee. So think, think about it this way. You have one PMS, you have two quarters, and two channels, $1.6 million. Mm-hmm. And that's just, that's just one PMS. Wow. Um, yeah, perhaps you'll send me the, the link to that LinkedIn page and I, I, that LinkedIn yeah. post, and I'll put it on the show notes. So for anybody who wants to go out and, and look at that, then they've got that connection. It was on, I'll, I'll tell you where I found it. It was on Matt Renner's profile on LinkedIn, and he's, he's with Track. And it, it was his, it was him that posted it. And to me, that is just one P, one PMS, two channels, 1.6 million. So is channel management and how PMSs incorporate it, do the integrations, does it become a major feature when choosing a new new property management software? Where would you rank that in the criteria for decision-making? For, for me, it's number one. This distribution, it for me, it's number one. Anytime, I said it before, anytime I look at a channel manager or anytime I look at a PMS when I'm doing a demo for them and when I was choosing my PMS, the first thing I look at is distribution, very first. Okay. Okay. That, that That's really interesting. Yeah. 
All right. So, so when you're looking for then, then, so when you're looking for new property management software, you're going to be looking at distribution as number one. And in that, in that look, when you're doing the demo, you're looking for no integration charges, right? You don't want to see a 1%. Yes. And I want to see, I want to see three things here, at least three. I want to see direct integration with Airbnb, Verbo, booking.com, maybe even Google. That's a bit of a stretch there. And I don't want to see that 1% fee. That's that's what I'm looking for. And then after the second part of that, then I want to see at least three or four connections with channel manager. Okay. That is good info for anybody who is out there. That's the very first, very first things I look at. Excellent. Okay. I'm, I'm not sure where we are currently on our search for new software, which we've been sort of doing for the last five years. As you know, we've had this discussion um, multiple times. Um, We're still sitting where we are now. And I think a lot of people are still, you know, they, they do this. It's, it's, we've, we've had this discussion, Terry, haven't we, that it's, it's to change PMS. It's not something that happens overnight. It's, I mean, for us, you know, we know it would be a year in the making. You've got to make your selection and then, you know, we've got to do all your demos and then you've got to make your selection and then you've got to get that planning in place. And of course, with some of these these softwares, they've got fairly lengthy lead times before they can even start with you anyway. So, uh, so yeah, we've, we've sort of been on that, on that trajectory for, for a while, but always, you know, we're, we're sort of that, that um, one year ahead. I so, think you described it there. You're looking at you're looking at a one one year project. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And I know we that I think we had that discussion about should should we upgrade our website first or should we upgrade our PMS first? And you said upgrade the PMS first, so we went with the website. <laughs> but, um, I would I would say the, one of the biggest mistakes I see people make is your website should be as sacred to you as your PMS. So when you said you went you decided to build your website first, that that doesn't surprise me, and I think I think that's a great thing too. Yeah, your your website should be as sacred as your PMS. Yeah, and abs. Yeah, and that, that took that 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 was that was you know, many many not not quite a year. I, I guess it was six months in the making. Again, well, yeah. a couple of years actually in the making as we tried to select the right um, website company. But I, I think that this is not really to do with channel management. This is something that um, that I think you've said before about your PMS, do you ever use a PMS to build your website? Okay. So it's, it looks like a marriage made in heaven. I always, always, almost, almost always advise against it. I think it's a very bad move. I think it's a, I think it's a very, very bad move to make. And there's a lot of reasons for it. One reason is when it looks good on paper and it works good with your website, with your PMS, but then to me, the future, a big future of our industry, and you can probably attest to this because you you don't even use OTAs, you're not dependent on them, is digital marketing. So when you turn your attention to digital marketing, whether it's Google AdWords, whether it's Facebook PPC or stuff like that, and you're working with a digital agency, your website can really, really hamstring them. You know, they, they can't do what they want to do. They can't be their best because your website is lousy, you know. So, and there's another reason for it too. And I talk about this all the time is you see these big companies with hundreds, 300, 400 properties, and you look at their PMS and, you, and people say, well, why are they using that PMS? It, you know, it's not that good. Uh, I guess they can't accept change, you know, but no, that's not it. It's a lot of times they built their website. So they have their website controlled, the PMS here. So when they walk away, 
they're starting up. They had they're, they're walking away from the website. They're walking away from their PMS. So I like to see I like to see own the website like you do. If you want to change your PMS, okay, you change your PMS. You're not losing everything and starting from scratch again. Mm-hmm. You know, so to me, own your website. Yeah, exactly. And and you can you can always check, you know, if you, if you look at a website and wonder yeah. who's doing it, just go down to the bottom and it'll say powered by. Yes. Yeah. And and often I see you well, you know, the the some of them are very distinctive, you know which PMS they are powered by. And it often gets me thinking, so if I didn't like this property management software and I wanted to move, I lose the yes. website as well. So it's a bit of a double, oh, yeah. double whammy. No, no, that's, and that's just, I do not like to see people put themselves in that position here. And another thing I would do too, and I've, I've done this before is when I'm thinking of making a change and I want a new website, I go to a digital agency and, and I say, I want your opinion on this, mm-hmm. on, the, on this website. Yeah. That's yeah. one of the very first things I, I would do. That's a critical step. And I would never, I would never bypass that step. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There, there are, there's a couple of really top web website designers in this industry that design websites yes. purely for vacation rental companies. Yes. I will, I will put both of those in the show notes. So if you want to find out who those those two are, you can go to the show notes and check. That's just trying to get people to get to the show notes, you know, <laughs> Um, um, would one of those, if I took a wild guess, would one of those be ICND? One of those would be ICND and the other, I, I will put it out. There would be real tech webmasters. I, ICND is building a website for me now as we speak. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Real tech yeah. built our website. Yeah. Um, I love, I love your website too. Yeah. yeah. And, and they're also doing the digital marketing. It was a real I'm, tough, tough toss up between ICND and real tech. And, yep. and I know I had these long conversations with April Burns when yep. we were making that, that, that decision. Um, it, it was just so, so close. And in the end, in the end, I just had too much of a personal connection with both, both companies. So I had to go out to my business partner and, and, and committee really. And really, a really good position to be in though, because no matter what choice you made, you couldn't make the wrong choice. So it, pretty, it, pretty strong position to be in. Yeah. Exactly. But you know, for anybody out there considering a website from yeah. my experience, this is, it, it's a big investment. Make it, yeah. <laughs> make that yeah. investment. It um, should be as sacred to you as your PMS. Yeah. Yeah. And the thing is, you know, once you make that investment and, and of course you, th- there is an ongoing cost to any website yeah. Um, and that might be a sticker shock at the outset, but quite honestly, you know, you go for that. If the support is there, I, I am blown yes. away, absolutely blown away by the support we have from our, uh, from our web company, you know, for you. usually yeah. within minutes, we, we send in, really? we send in a support ticket and then we get the automated response. And then minutes later it's dealt with and it's just, wow. That is pretty impressive. That for is, sure. that is super impressive. Um, yeah. And, you know, part of it, I thought, well, is it not just me, is it? <laughs> because I'll be out there talking about this. Um, but no, I, I hear from other other companies. And I know ICND are, are, are similarly um, focused on their their clients. So, well, glad to hear you're getting a new website. Um, yeah. And, and you're happy with your property management software. You, you use Track, right? I, I use Track, yeah. yeah. And I'm... Super happy, super happy with my distribution too. Um, although, you know, it's it's not, there's only two direct connections between my PMS and um, 
different OTAs, but uh, I'm in a strong position with um, my own website, the digital marketing company I use, and I have access to multiple channel managers too. Mm -hmm. So I'm, I'm in a pretty good place. Yeah, excellent. Well, Terry, you've been absolutely super with all this information. I actually, I'm coming out of this conversation really, really understanding more. So you have made, you have simplified it, you have demystified it uh, for me. I do understand more. I, uh, in the introduction, I said I haven't been that involved with our workings with with Rental United. It's you know it's gone through some of my staff. They've they've taken ownership of it. But uh, but with armed with this information now, I shall probably go back and they'll hate me for it because I, you know I, I have a reputation for micromanaging. <laughs> so, but I will uh, I will have them listen to this so and and to read your blog post to to in, just just to make sure that they they have covered off all the other avenues. So always a pleasure to have you on board. I have you on board to talk about uh, about these things. I'll look f- when when it. Any idea when this uh, next post is going to come out on the cost of distribution? No, no, I'm not <laughs> sure. I got to, this, this is my super busy time of the year with my management company too. So when, I'll find time for it and uh, I'll, I will, I'll post it on your website. For, yeah, for sure. yeah, we'll post it and then um, I'll get it out on our Facebook group too. So make, make sure everybody's uh, um, checking checking that out what about the keystone business awards is is uh, have i missed something has that uh, has that been announced yet or is it upcoming uh it's upcoming we're going to take a little different approach to it this year and something it's something we're going to announce uh, pretty soon it's we're going in a different direction and i think it's a direction that you're going to be really impressed with okay because of your background and what you do Excellent. So, uh, so yeah, I'll be following that with interest too. And of course, um, the Keystone Business Awards um, is is comes out from um, VRMB, uh, Vacation Rental Marketing yeah. Blog, which is um, headed up by Matt Landau. And I know you work with Matt. And I, it was it was interesting to see the uh, um, the finish up of your blog post, which is, I think he sort of said, "Well, Terry decided not to finish this, so I'm carrying it on." <laughs> Yeah, I said to, he said to me, how's it going? And I said, well, it's all complete except for the conclusion. He says, do you want me to write the conclusion? Conclusion? I said, yeah, please, please, go ahead. Do it. Yeah. Well, it, it, it was great. It, it rounded it out. It gave a different perspective, uh, from, uh, yeah. Matt, Matt's perspective too. So so that was that was great read. So, of course, so there will be a link to uh, Terry's blog post on the show notes. There's going to be a lot on those show notes. Please go there and take a look. Let us know if, uh, if you've got any comments. You can write comments on the show notes. Uh, I'll put a connection to Terry on there as well. Get, get in touch with him. He is uh, a consultant on vacation rental software, particularly property management software. So if you have been super impressed with Terry's knowledge about uh, software, then get in touch with him directly and invest in that consultation. If you're thinking of changing software, it will be well worth it. I've just done your elevator pitch yeah. for you. <laughs> you. You did. You did. And, um, and I thank you for that. And thank you for having me on again. It's always a pleasure. It is always a pleasure. Thank you so much. Enjoy Florida. I will, for sure. Well, seriously, I think channel management has now been demystified for me. Thank you so much, Terry, for, for you know, making it clear that 
what all these components are and how they all hang together and certainly the importance of distribution in selecting a property management software system. I hadn't really given that a huge amount of consideration. So that that was absolutely great. As I mentioned, go to the show notes. You're going to find all this great information uh, on there and you can go and check it out for yourself. Um, go and check out, certainly start with Terry's blog post because that was the you know, primary motivator for me to do this episode because it was so interesting. And I will look forward as I'm sh- and, and will share with you when he does his next post on the cost of distribution, because it, it is so easy for costs to run away with you. You know, I know I've talked this, about this before, about being a proponent of the bright, shiny thing. You know, I, I just love something new that comes along and I'll happily subscribe to it, not realizing that you know, in my tech stack, there is so much stuff that I'm subscribing to that when you start to extrapolate that over the income and, you know, then look at the costs of, of all this tech, it really begins to erode the bottom line. And it's, that's something you've really, you know, our margins are so tight now that you've got to have this real tight handle on what you're spending. So that's it for me for another week. And as I said at the beginning, I'm looking out on blue sky, sparkling water and probably time for a walk now. So as ever, it's been the greatest pleasure to be in your ear. I'm going to head out on a walk with probably not Marcus Aurelius in my ear, but somebody talking about stoicism and Marcus Aurelius, because as I've mentioned before, I'm really into that at the moment. So, so that's going to be my listening on my 10 kilometer walk today. And I will be with you again next week. It's been a pleasure as ever being with you. If there's anything you'd like to comment on, then join the conversation on the show notes for the episode at vacationrentalformula.com. We'd love to hear from you. And I look forward to being with you again next week.